0: Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 98 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for blessing us as we read your word. Help us receive the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's see what's happening in Matthew chapter 9. Jesus heals. He healed the man who was let down through the roof of a house. He gave life back to a little girl who had died. He healed the woman with the blood flow for 12 years. He gave sight to two blind men, and he gave a mute man his voice back. Verse 36 says, when he saw the throngs, he was moved with pity and sympathy for them because they were bewildered, harassed, and distressed, and dejected and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. You know, the Lord sees us too. He sees our difficulties and our helplessness. He has pity and sympathy for us and is interceding for us with the Father. Let us lay our burdens and troubles at his feet and allow him to give us rest as he prays for us and continually supports us. Well, let's see what Paul is writing to the Thessalonians in chapter five. Yesterday, we read about Paul giving comfort and encouragement to the people about the upcoming rapture. Today, we read his encouragement to be watchful, keep alert, and on our guard so that we are ready for that day. Verse 9 shows us God's intention is that we will be saved, for God has not appointed us to incur his wrath. He did not select us to condemn us, but that we might obtain his salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Yes, we were chosen to be saved. Let us heed Paul's advice and be on alert so we don't fall away from God's best and his grace. He tells them and us to be happy in our faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted continually, always. Our hope, faith, and joy are in Christ, not in our circumstances. Verses 17 through 19 are about prayer. He writes to pray continually and thank God in everything, regardless of our circumstances. Yes, we need to commune with our Maker in thanksgiving and praise. And then he prays God will sanctify them and make them holy. Verse 24 is one of my favorite and says, Faithful is he who is calling you to himself and utterly trustworthy, and he will also do it, fulfill his call by hallowing and keeping you. Such an amazing promise we can hold on to here. I don't know about you, but sometimes I wonder if I'll ever get it right in this world. Because we live in a fallen world, I probably won't get it right all the time. But God is at work in us all the time, bringing us up higher and higher. For that, we can be grateful. Let's see what's happening to the Israelites in Joshua chapter 9. We read about deception. As you read this chapter, keep in mind the enemy is a deceiver. We need to stay highly connected to God to see the deceiver's attempts against us. Well, the news about the Israelites' victories was getting out to the people in all the lands. They became afraid because they saw the power of God. Some formed alliances with one another. One group of people, the Gibeonites, saw the writing on the wall. They didn't want to be destroyed, so they set out on a plan to deceive the Israelites. Fun fact, they lived just three miles from the Israelites. They brought old, moldy food with them and wore old clothes that looked like they'd been traveling for a long time, and then approached the Israelites asking to form an alliance with them. They said they'd seen the power of their God and wanted to team up with them. After some deliberation, Joshua agreed. The one thing Joshua didn't do was consult the Lord. If he had, he would have discovered this was pure deception. But he didn't. And then he made an oath with the people that could not be taken back once it was done. Oaths were extremely important in the Old Testament, and their punishment for breaking it would be worse than their punishment for keeping it. When Joshua and the leaders found out they'd been duped, they turned the people into workers for them. The workers escaped death, but not their plight of serving the Israelites. We see deception in action in this chapter, which resulted in sin. God had told Moses they should not have an alliance with any city or people, and now they had entered into one. We will see how this affects the Israelites in the future. In chapter 10, we are still in action-adventure mode. Five kings banded together to war against Gibeon, a city considered to be a royal city and one that banded together with the Israelites. They were more than angry because Gibeon made a treaty of sorts with the Israelites. Gibeon begged for help from the Israelites and it was given. It was given because God ordained it. The Lord told Joshua he had given them victory and no man would survive and none did. God did some amazing miracles here in this battle. He hailed stones that killed many. The rest were killed by the Israelite swords. He also held the day, literally. He kept the sun up for the battle to be done. Joshua fought many nations and all were given into his hands by the Lord. Verse 42 says, Joshua took all these kings and their land at one time because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. Yes, the Lord showed himself magnificent. He never changes. He is still magnificent. Another chapter weaves in the message of God's power and might. Psalm 98 starts with, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. A refreshing way to start this psalm unto the Lord, singing a new song. Verse 4 is well known and is underlined in my Bible and says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth and sing for joy. Yes, sing praises. Yes, the Lord deserves our praise. As I take this journey through the Bible again with you, one of the most prominent messages I've received is this. God deserves all our praise. He is our maker and desires relationship with us and the honor and reverence he is due. Let us take time to worship God today and let us pray. Oh Lord, you are magnificent and wonderful. You are great and mighty. Help us praise you today no matter what difficulties we face for you are our God who deserves all our praise. May our hearts sing a new song of joy to you today. Fill us with unspeakable joy, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.